0: Well hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hal Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home magazine.
1: And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and Watch on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 6th of October 2023 including Prime Video's teen time-travel slasher comedy Totally Killer and the dark Wall Street drama Fair Play, starring Phoebe Dynver on Netflix.
0: And for exciting me, we'll also be checking out the new David Beckham documentary series on Netflix and saying a fond farewell to ghosts on BBC iPlayer. But first, Ian, what is in the news?
1: Well, first bit of news, obviously last week we said we were going to preview Loki on Disney+, Plus, but we didn't get a screener, so we haven't been able to do that this week. So apologies. In other news, an animated version of Roald Dahl's classic children's book The Twits about the titular spiteful married practical jokers will air on Netflix in 2025. What else is in the news, Hannah?
0: And in the Paramount Plus thriller Insomnia, based on Sarah Pinborough's novel, Vicky McClure will play a successful woman whose life falls apart when she becomes sleep deprived.
1: Well, I think we've got a decent selection and quite varied this week as ever. We're going to start on Netflix. This one arrives on Friday the 6th. It's a feature length drama that I believe has also been available in cinemas Called fair play, and here is a clip. We're gonna go grab a drink. You wanna drink? You made half the big calls last quarter long. No. So, what do you want?
0: He's promoting me. Congratulations. I'm sorry. Why? I'm so happy for you. Okay.
1: Okay. This has been dubbed sort of me who for Wall Street, if you like. It's about a young couple, Emily, played by Phoebe Divener, and Luke, played by Aidan Reich. God, tricky names, those. <laughs> and they work together at a hedge fund. But because of the rules at work, nobody actually knows they're a couple, okay? But away from the office, they're, they're having lots of sex, and they're all loved up, and they actually get engaged that's not really a spoiler because that happens right at the beginning however when she gets a promotion that he was expecting everything changes so it's really well done i must say it's a debut from the writer and director chloe Domont. and it's really about yeah how does it affect women in the workplace and at home when they are perhaps more successful career-wise then there are the halves. So as well as having the kind of toxic, male-dominated Wall Street workplace, which is pretty grim, and the way people comment about how she got the job is all pretty awful. Obviously, the power dynamic has changed between them because obviously she's now his boss. And at home, it's really well done because far from being excited about getting promoted, she's actually frightened of telling Luke because she's worried how he's going to react and it really does affect their relationship. So it's quite a gruelling watch in many ways, Because especially because what it has to say about sexual politics, especially in the workplace, and about the price wh- women may have to pay unfairly for being really good at their jobs. So, yeah, it's pretty dark stuff, but it's very well done, I must say. Both the leads are great. It's a really good script. Yeah, recommended. What did you think about this, Hannah?
0: This is excellent, isn't it? Just a real different... different take but just the dynamics and as you say the script is brilliant i think phoebe dineberg has just everything she turns her hand to seems to be brilliant at and i don't know suddenly you you are just completely captivated by this you feel like you're part of it and um how the relationship changes so much and particularly in such a stressful environment like a hedge fund um environment that like you say the power um, the power struggles between people and the idea that, you know, the woman got the um, got the promotion rather than the man and how that affected And I couldn't help but wonder what it would have been like the other way around, except it, that would have been expected, wouldn't it? So, yeah, really, really great. Really enjoyed it.
1: And forgot to mention that the wonderful Eddie Marsan is also in this playing their boss. Also on Netflix, something completely different. It arrived on Wednesday, the fourth of October, and you've probably seen it splashed all over the front pages of certain newspapers. It's the documentary series Beckham, and here's a clip. My life had become something different.
0: We were worried that he'd lose all what he'd worked for because
1: football come first, and all of a sudden it wasn't. Okay, David, big smile. It definitely didn't change me. Well, it changed. There's no doubt about that a red card for David Beckham.
0: Yes, um, many column inches on this, and um, for a number of different reasons, as you'd imagine, not, not uh, just because they are so incredibly famous. But the question that I have with this is that, so when I first knew this was happening, I kind of, I don't know why, I didn't register that they were actually involved, that this was their documentary. I kind of thought this was a Netflix take on someone's family and I couldn't help but wonder whether they were going to do it anyway and the Beckhams thought I'll tell you what we'll get involved it's better that way I mean I have no foundation for that feeling I I just wondered because of course this is a quite candid documentary to be honest with you it gives a real insight into the early years of the Beckhams I'm not sure you learn a huge amount more about them other than the well you do learn about all of his mental health struggles which perhaps weren't certainly weren't visible but he hadn't discussed previously but it sort of raked over a lot of old ground alleged infidelity and what have you and of course they they have to talk about that so for someone like me for lots of people i think it's an insight authored by them about their life and lots of unseen footage it it, the bits of interest i suppose uh, well there's loads of that's of interest, but would be the whole World Cup situation. There was the Alex Ferguson kicking the boot, them both talking, the pivotal moment of when he met Victoria Beckham, and the family talking and being interviewed to his parents, concerned that it would ruin his career, um, as opposed to, you know, the fact he wasn't focused on it completely. It's quite emotional in places. I think Victoria Beckham is kind of a parody of herself these days and you kind of really never know and everyone says oh she's really funny but you don't really see her smile. You do get a sense of knowing her here. She's quite quick. She's quite articulate I think throughout it explaining and they seem to take the mickey out of each other and this seems to be a family that are in a good place. But you see the children all coming through, the children all fairly grown up now apart from their youngest Harper. So I I think this is really interesting and Definitely one that I enjoyed, and I think we'll make just for a few days yet. What do you think, Ian?
1: I really liked it. I must admit, I didn't think I could love Bex anymore, but I do. But I do having watched <laughs> some of this. It's it's very well done. It starts off the opening sequence is uh, David Beckham uh, attending to his beehives, and uh, he's got the full he's got a full beekeeper's outfit on, and it's got a little gold DB monogram on it which is wicked <laughs> then we go into the house his house which looks great and he's wearing a lovely cardigan he's got a pool table i'm just thinking oh he's got a good life old Bex isn't he and, he's, and he was thinking of calling his um his honey from his hives uh, golden bees <laughs> but that's another story so they've got great access to everyone including the Beckhams um so in, in episode one as you said you've got Alex Ferguson his, his manager at, at Man U you've got a lot of the players you've got Cantona who was g- very good interview with him uh, you've got the Neville brothers um and it's very interesting because it, you've also got his mum and dad and and you learn about what he was like as a boy and it, he was just only interested in football he didn't want to go out clubbing or, or meet girls he was just very focused on that and very kind of Hard working, and he got that from his mum and dad. So, you don't have to be a football fan because obviously they're such massive celebrities. One thing that I found quite interesting was how much life has changed for footballers and, and to the game since. Beckham kind of broke through as a player and a celebrity because because uh, as Rio Ferdinand says of course we didn't have mobile phones and social media then and footballers weren't signing massive sponsorship deals he was kind of like leading the way so as ever he, he comes across incredibly well in this he, he's just so charming and, and just so kind of self-effacing really. I I really enjoyed episode one and I will definitely watch the rest. Something even more different now (laughs) over on Prime Video uh, arriving on Friday the 6th of October. It's a horror comedy film called Totally Killer and here's a clip.
0: all stay in and hand out halloween candy no mom you know how hard this time of year is for us your friends were murdered 35 years ago it's not 1987 anymore stay safe honey i love you
1: (sighs) this is very good idea so it's kind of (laughs) back to the future meets scream meets halloween i guess um and yeah it's just absolutely 80s full-on 80s so the backdrop is there's there's a a mum called Pam many years earlier there were these killings when she was at high school the killer was known as the sweet 16 killer because he stabbed all these young girls 16 times and she survived it. But ever since then, she's been terrified that um, this killer is going to come back and get her. Uh, and obviously, she's very protective of, of her daughter. So the daughter is played by Kian and Shipka. She's brilliant in this. Jamie, the daughter. And mum, Pam, is played by Julie Bowen from Modern Family. So to cut a long story short, the killer does strike again. And Jamie... Back to the future style ends up time traveling back to the 80s, yes. (laughs) And uh, she, of course, wants to try and intervene and stop the killer striking for the first time. It's good. Big hair, big scares. I think it's been uh, described as because they really, they really get the whole all <laughs> the '80s fashions, the music. It's very funny. And she goes back to high school. She pretends she's an exchange student to meet her her mum as a young woman. And the mum is a total, well, you, you can insert the word yourself. She's not very nice, and she's a member of a group of girls high school girls who are known as or the mollies because they all dress as different versions of molly ringwald from pretty in pink i must say the attacks are a bit like the ones in scream they're very violent uh, the knife attacks which i mean i'm not too keen on that kind of thing but it's it's funny it's got lots of pop culture references and obviously she's noticing how back in the 80s like people were a lot more sexist and, and you know all this sort of stuff so i think it's really well done it's a great bit of light entertainment um thoroughly enjoyed it what did you think hannah
0: it is it is exactly that isn't it? it is a bit of fun i i'm i'm not i'm quite jumpy with things like this any kind of horror type thing i'm quite jumpy with and you say the kind of the, the knifing and all that kind of stuff, it was a bit, was a bit much for me. Um, but it, but I, I love the 80s thing, being an 80s child. I think I've been to a number of 80s parties. It was good fun, wasn't it? And I think they mm-hmm. nail it really well, actually. Um, they kind of probably um, romanticise it a bit in places, but actually it, it, it's really fun. So, yeah, I think, um, what was it? One of the... Um, one of the actors said, it can be gripping, terrifying and psychologically mess you up for a couple of days, or it can just be the joyous movie experience. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> one of those. Take your pick.
1: Amen to that. Well, we're going to finish by, again, mixing scares with laughs as we bid a fond farewell to the comedy series Ghosts, which is available as a box set on BBC iPlayer from Friday. And here is a clip. Life's about to change. Mm. Help! <laughs> Just This armless bit of fun, is it, Patrick? Is it? You put a claim in for a fire at your guest house. Our claim is being investigated. <gasps> How can we have all this land and nothing to sell? Money, money, money. Abba!
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. There is button to win one of us. Go. Yes, yeah, so this is the fifth and final series, but judging by some of the interviews that I've read, they say never, say never to a return. So if you're a big fan, you can hold out hope that it, the doors might not be firmly shut, just shut at the moment, but not locked. So yeah, the residents of House are back. Um, it's quite interesting to know, actually, because that house is pretty amazing and it's not far from where I am. Um, um, so I think I might have a little drive out and have, have a look. Now, this is what it is I mean if you if you've liked the past four series you'll like this just as much I I don't love it I'm not the hugest fan um it it kind of mixes genres sometimes I find I struggle a bit with that kind of um you know, it's funny in places, but it's a bit... I, I can't even say these words because I think my husband will be absolutely furious that I've said this, but don't find Blackadder that funny. I don't feel, it feels a bit like that for me.
1: Good
0: I know, I know it's not a popular thing to say, but I'm sure there are other people like me out there, but it's not very many. Um, yeah, lots of kind of spooky sharks. It's very funny in places. Um, there's all these sort of and noblemen that are in... This is what I mean about the genres. It's kind of like you know, you're historic, but then you've got the current day and they're trying to run this house, but with all these ghosts hanging around. And it, it is comedic in places, but I I find that hero just a little bit annoying, a little bit sort of... But I, I am alone because this is the fifth series. And I think that it's ending here because they don't want it to just sort of exhaust itself and not to go anywhere and maybe just give it a bit of a rest. Um. Uh, but yeah, I it's it, it, it's funny it's funny it is what I would call light entertainment <laughs> how about you Ian? do you like this
1: I absolutely love it uh, ah. I love the horrible histories gang I think they're so talented and inventive and and they're behind this as well so yeah it's it's just great and and you've got Charlotte Ritchie I mean how well is she doing now we first saw her in fresh meat so she's sort of playing the straight role as, as the new owner, Alison, and you've got the wonderful Kyle Smith-Bino as uh, her husband, Mike. Uh, they're both they're both terrific. So, yeah, in episode one, just to kind of give people an idea, it's April Fool's Day, and the ghosts play an April Fool on Alison, so she decides to try and get her own back by pranking each of them individually so yeah i've absolutely loved it i mean it did get made remade for american tv didn't it i've not seen the american version but i shall be sorry to see it go but i'm sure they will come up with another great series no doubt about that and yeah no harm in knowing when to kind of draw the line and say yeah we'll stop there and and do something new so um goodbye ghosts and thanks for all the laughs (laughs) how <laughs> we've got to that time, Hannah, where we find out what you've been binge watching this week.
0: Well, I binged old Strictly with poor old Les um, being the first one to go. I was quite shocked, actually, that Les Dennis was me. Mm. I thought the public would keep him in because he wasn't very good. And we always, well, they always seem to keep those sort of people in, don't that's they? For true. quite yeah. an annoying amount of time sometimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a shame. But um, yeah, I'm strictly feeling a little bit more. It's getting a bit colder now. The nights drawing yeah. in. It feels
1: about right, doesn't it? Yeah, ready for movie week. Well, for myself, I watched the highlights of the thrilling European victory in the wow. Ryder Cup golf. Wasn't it bad? Absolutely superb. And last night, I watched Partygate, which is a docudrama about um, lockdown and what was happening at 10 Downing Street. And that's that's really good. Re- worth a look. Well, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's podcast. So what will we be talking about, Hannah?
0: Anne Rice's classic vampire novel is updated in the lavish new BB series, Interview with a Vampire.
1: And Kelsey Grammer returns as much-loved sitcom shrink Dr Crane in a Frasier reboot on Paramount+. Plus. So we look forward to those and much, much more. But in the meantime... <laughs> watching